Hello, my name is Hilary Seabrook and welcome to the latest episode of Harmonious World. For this episode, I'm joined by Anne Lawrence and Kim Ferris-Manning, who together make up Paramorph Collective. Paramorph Collective have a new album out called All We're Made Of Is Borrowed. And the subhead of this is Still Holding the Time We Have Left as Medicine. It's very, very interesting. This album features Elegy by Rodney Sherman, and you're listening to one version of that now, and you'll be listening to another version of the same piece at the end. Welcome to Kim Ferris-Manning and Anne Lawrence from Paramorph Collective. Welcome to Harmonious World. Thank Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. That's okay. So I have been listening to this amazing album. It's called All We're Made Of Is Borrowed, but then there's a subheading, which is still holding the time we have left as medicine. You have a lot to explain. (laughs) (laughs) But it's a a fascinating album. So um, can you explain to my listeners a little bit about what I hate to say what type of music this is, but where this music comes from within you. It comes from experimenting. So <laughs> I think uh, what we started to do is we we you came from uh, like different subjects that we wanted to put in music or different emotions. And then the music just came out as uh, as it was. The, some of the pieces are, have been written uh, or not written by us, not composed by us. So uh, it's pieces that we uh, felt connected to. So we wanted to put them in the album. And then we decided to also ask uh, someone to write a piece for us. So we commissioned a, a composer from the States to write uh, to write a piece for electric guitar and an organ, like a, a synthesizer uh, organ that they, they've built themselves online uh, digitally. Um, and after that, we decided and we also wanted to, in between all those pieces to insert some of our own compositions. And um, we had a little residency um, a year before the recording of the album. So in 2021, and uh, we just started to uh, improvise or also to write some words and, and then collaborate and uh, send. Um, since we were living together for a week, we would uh just edit everything together um and then when we were stuck on one of the pieces then we would give it to to the other one to see if they they would come up with something new and i think it just uh it just uh, happened so if for instance i would propose uh some text then maybe kim would propose oh i can do this on the piano while uh, and then we would adjust so it was very like intense uh quick and uh, um collaborative process yeah maybe i'll just add that um that process we were at a cottage in the winter it was very like in-depth a moment and we spent a lot of time talking about and planning how we got in and out of our sessions so we would like go for a walk together um like just create a good space for um improvising or for creating together and as a duo or as a collective our our first projects were during COVID and it was kind of a pen pal style sending stuff back and forth 
And so this sort of exchange was already built into our practice together. So it was really just like faster feedback um, and sometimes like back and forth and sometimes together at the same time. So I really liked that in our process. And then at the end of the process, uh, we realized that without the intention of it, we ended up with an album that was talking a lot about death and passing away and grief and, and grief so it was not intentional but at <laughs> the end we, we realized it was that so even the pieces um that were written before from other people uh, are talking about grief uh, and death of uh, people you care about and then uh, when we started writing the idea that were in our heads at that moment anyway uh, some of some of them are what is going to happen to our bodies when we die. So uh, we were thinking about how we don't, like we would prefer to decompose in uh, nature uh, so that our bodies can be reused uh, instead of uh, preserved. I was also preoccupied in the the year or the last years before the compositions about one of my friends, a very uh, important friend to me, who um, is older, quite older. And uh, I had this realization that I would, if like we die at the normal age for North American women, then I would have to spend decades uh, without uh, without her. So that was a, a realization that uh, I put, uh, one of the songs is about uh, that realization. And we also had one about legacy. So, um, the 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 parallel between legacy uh, the passage of knowledge, the knowledge and uh, uh, how it goes through the people through birth and uh, dying so there's also of this concept of uh, rebirth um, and growth uh, associated with the death and passing how did you two meet because these are some very deep very, very deep, uh, you know, lyrics and and the music obviously comes from a very intense place. Now you don't get that connection with just everybody. So, so how did you meet? When you know, have you known each other a long time? How did that happen? We first met in 2017 at the Toronto Creative Music Lab. So it was a summer workshop. Unfortunately, it doesn't happen anymore. But it brought together composers and performers for like a two-week intensive also we are both very intense people and so all of our life is an intensive but so the first time we met was at that workshop and we were just like friends and then uh, a couple years later we were both part of the Canadian Music Centre Class Acts workshop which pairs composers with guitarists because there's not a lot of music for classical guitar and Anne as a guitarist got to choose who to work with and from what I understand she'd already worked with everyone else except for me so she was like okay let's try and then so then we had like one-on-one collaborative time and at the beginning I think in the program you were supposed to meet like twice or three times but then we ended up meeting like once a week for hours and (laughs) um, just talking about super personal things and uh, we just immediately yeah we're working and becoming friends on a intense level and then since then we've done projects together and just hung out and asked questions yeah and because you can tell there's a sense that you're very close 
I think yeah. also the, the preoccupations that we have are similar. So Kim uh, is actually also forest technician and is also like a lot into ecosystem preservation and relationships to nature. And without having a professional background in that, I also, it's also um, uh, a big concern for me, like this, this, uh, this concern of where my body will be when I die, that I don't want it to be preserved. And I wanted to go back to the soil. It's something that was uh, always present, but very present uh, when we were writing the, the the music. I think for me, it's the the way that we live right now is a lot of taking away from an, uh, our environment without giving back. And I feel like even when we die, we don't even give back our the the cells and the all the matter that is our body because we try to preserve it so much and it doesn't go back to the soil so so all this uh, ecosystem and nature and connection was also uh, quite strong during the process and throughout all the 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 compositions i think also like some of the themes that it's cool that you're saying you can hear the sort of trust and vulnerability that we share as artists i think some of that also comes from the creation process and like the topics are also about this but then also to be able to trust each other I remember because we were both kind of like writing poetry at two in the morning and like sometimes being like I don't know do you want to read this and then just that that friendship and like freedom to try stuff that we haven't done also we were experimenting with new instruments and just seeing what was possible so really experimentation but like in terms of what ideas you allow to come what sounds you play with, um, how far you're going to go with stuff. I think we, what I like about our collective is that um, we trust each other and allow each other to go and like, yeah, support each other in that. So at this point, I would really like to play an extract from the track, which is called The Time We Have Left. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that one is about that realization that my friend will die before me. So that's right. the one. So when it says uh, how much time, how long do I ha- do I have to remain after basically like more poetically, but after how, how how long will I have to live on this earth without you? And also how my perception of the world I feel will change because like uh, when you, you you're grieving, it feels like the whole world is kind of new or different for me it's like you use your senses start to pick up different things I feel like 
I can smell the air a different way or see like colors a different way when I I have like a, a shock or a, gr- a grieving. And also it like loops back a little bit at the end of how at the end I say, how long do I have to stay on earth after your soul and your body has gone to serve other other things? Uh, because she's uh, she's a friend who's very dear to me and uh, someone who um, was a very like very important life mentor and kind of a a spiritual a spiritual mother and I also say in the first uh, the first verse that I will st- that like how how long will I have to stay there when uh, the only thing I will have to remember you uh, for is uh, is my own what you have left in my own personality so her kindness that I learned from her and her generosity so uh, it all kind of all loops back so uh, I think I, I I think what happened is that I've drafted the first words and probably Kim went and like rearranged the paragraphs and then I took it and started to do some something indie because it's kind of a, it can become very like a pathos very like heavy subject so I decided to to do that the music is not so sad but it's more like nostalgic but still not like depressive yeah this one was actually we wrote the text like like you said like you wrote the text and we worked on it at the cottage and then I think you didn't have the guitar you wanted to do it with so you went home and recorded it and sent it to me and then I just like added harmonies and sent it back and we were like okay cool and then (laughs) it was kind of like a it was very easy to add music Mm-hmm. that's great it's a lovely track you're both in different parts of Canada do you have an intention of performing this I mean how often do you perform together live uh, we've been doing it uh, last spring so we did uh, Montreal Toronto Ottawa we did Toronto twice actually we were part of a festival and then we did uh, a, a small tour it was still like pandemic so very like kind of stressful and restrained and everything <laughs> for the launch of my first album my uh, which was a solo album um but i wanted to invite so in that album there's a, a track uh, that was composed by kim so uh that that uh that piece that we were talking about when uh, we first collaborated together and when i i toured i thought it would be very sad to tour alone so i wanted uh, uh other people who were involved in the album to 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 come with me and then i thought like it's not so interesting to just play the tracks on your album launch of your album so since kim was there we decided to play a couple songs from uh that album uh because we already had composed them but we just didn't have recorded them at that time so yeah for sure i, I think we're, we're probably gonna look into it but uh the problem with those all of those uh, songs <laughs> is that they're all uh, different instrumentations and we're all yeah <laughs> when we did perform it i think we did a four-hour sound check the first time <laughs> <laughs> so we did do like a little pre-album launch party um in the i live at a farm so we did it in the barn and we kind of just we played the tracks we set up cushions and tea and snacks and people listened to the album but I mean, I'm super down to perform some of them, just maybe not all of them in one show. <laughs> right. And and I guess they would be different just because you don't have the same instrumentation all the time. And uh, but the, but they they still would be the same, have that same essence. Yeah. 
The yeah, and some of them have some improv. So yeah, it's we like we like giving it a new life each time. There, it depends though, because for instance, Margot's piece is based. So the middle one, Fruiting Parties, is a very long piece, and the sonic material is based on electric electric guitar feedback. So this one <laughs> without electric guitar or proper amps to make interesting feedback then it's 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 hard to like you kind of lose the point of the of the the piece because it's really it plays on in between the 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 relationship between the guitar feedback and then this um uh synthesizer uh that was uh, built from scratch from uh with um a software yeah Um, a year ago we did do like a little demo practice run of that piece at my grandma's retirement home and because of people's hearing aids we didn't want to do feedback so we adapted it and that was still cool so there's ways yeah that's true, that's true. yeah yeah mm-hmm. right so what does the future hold for paramorph collective we have very busy overall life and objects yeah. and also uh but we for me i think we've talked about like trying to submit because now we didn't have we just had the album so now uh it's it's uh it's easier to promote for festivals and uh, and concerts and shows so uh it would be great to uh play those uh, those pieces and for sure i'd like to compose more so it would be great we also um we've been talking to some friends of ours who have a duo about maybe doing a a duo of duos collaboration um so we're kind of dreaming that in the background and also part of why we called ourselves paramorph collective is because we want to always be sort of shifting interdisciplinary maybe bringing other people in so yeah we kind of have some lists of ideas and creative projects so now that we have the album we will go see what comes next fantastic well, thank you for joining me. I, it's been really fascinating talking to you and it's been amazing to listen to this album. So thank you for sharing it. Thanks thank you so much. Time. Thank you for your time. Thanks for listening. So what you're listening to is the second version of Rodney Sharman's Elegy. The version we had at the start of this episode was for guitar and voice, and then this one is for two voices and synth. And I hope you enjoyed listening to my conversation with Kim and Anne from Paramorph Collective. Don't forget that you can rate and review and share this podcast and that really does help. And also you could become a subscriber for just a few pounds or dollars a month and that would really help me to keep going and keep interviewing some amazing musicians. So I hope you have a very harmonious week. Thank you for listening to the latest episode of Harmonious World. My name is Hilary Seabrook and it's a great delight to bring this series of discussions with musicians and composers 
and writers and all sorts of people to you. Obviously, there's no point in having a podcast if people aren't listening, and I'm very grateful to my listeners for doing so. Thanks also to Joe English for composing and performing this new theme tune. So wherever you get your podcast, you can leave a review. You can share this with your friends and family, either as a link or on social media and that sort of thing. I'd be really grateful for that. Don't forget that you can subscribe now. There's a link wherever you get your podcasts. So have a great week and please remember why I started this, which is just to try and make the world a little more harmonious. Thanks for listening to Harmonious World.